Welcome to the Minor and Landis Immigration Update, the podcast that immigration professionals and foreign nationals turn to for up-to-the-minute information. Well, it's back. We are officially in H-1B cap season, the chaotic period when hundreds of thousands of H-1B cap registrations are prepared and electronically filed with the hope of securing one of the 85,000 H-1B visas available for the fiscal year of 2024. Today, we're going to talk about the H-1B cap season do's and don'ts to help you get through this difficult time. This podcast comes from an article and a carousel that was written by immigration partner Lynn Walker. The article appears in full on her LinkedIn page. I very much suggest you check out that carousel and share it among your colleagues. It's very useful. And as always, please spell Lynn L-I-N when searching for her content. So anyway, the fiscal year 2024 H-1B registration period begins on March 1st, 2023 at 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ready, set, go. Well, but are you ready? Well, in this quick shot episode of the podcast, we're going to give you some quick reminders to make your H-1B cap season go much more smoothly. First, let's establish the dates, the important dates that you need to remember. The registration period will be open from March 1st, 2023 at 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time to March 17th, 2023 at 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, at which point it closes down. On March 31st, 2023, USCIS will notify U.S. employers and their representatives if their H-1B registrations have been selected. So now here are our helpful tips on preparing for this year's H-1B cap season. I always like to start with the positives before the negatives. Let's start with the do's. These are the do's to have a successful H-1B registration period. Do work with a licensed and experienced immigration attorney who can provide accurate legal advice and strategies. That's very important just on its own. Here's another do. Employers should collect the required information early and ensure its accuracy early, including the following information for the beneficiary, the full legal name as listed on the beneficiary's passport, gender, date of birth in the format of month, day, year, that's important, the country of birth, the country of citizenship, the passport number, and whether the beneficiary possesses a master's or higher degree from a U.S. college or university. So those are the do's, and and those things will definitely help you get through the H-1B cap season more smoothly. But here are the don'ts, and here are the mistakes that people very, very often make. Do not fall victim to individuals online who guarantee H-1B registration selections or petition approvals. Most of these individuals are not licensed immigration attorneys, work only with licensed immigration attorneys. And of course, that harkens back to our first do. The next don't is that the H-1B process is employer-driven, and that means that the registration and petition must be filed by a U.S. employer. International students should be very wary of any individual who claims that the H-1B registration can be filed without a U.S. employer. simply not true. Collaborate directly with the U.S. employer or the immigration attorney. Another mistake that is often made during H-1B cap season is multiple registrations. 
do not ever file multiple registrations for the same beneficiary. USCIS will catch that and will deny every one of them. So that's our Quick Shot Do's and Don'ts podcast for now. Please remember that the process to prepare and electronically file H-1B registrations can be anxiety-laden and challenging. We've created very easy-to-follow, detailed instructions to guide U.S. employers through the H-1B registration process, from creating the registrant account to submitting the registrations and paying the registration fee. And you can find that on Miner.com, the Miner and Landis website, M-E-Y-N-E-R.com. If you have any further questions regarding the H-1B registration process, please feel free to contact us using our handy contact form, again, on the Miner website, M-E-Y-N-E-R.com, and we'll get back to you right away. Thanks for listening, and please join us next time when we have another episode of the Miner and Landis Immigration Update podcast, Immigration at the Movies, another in our ongoing series where we examine how immigration processes are portrayed in popular culture and try to correct the often very wrong perception that people have about immigration based on what they've seen in films and TV shows. Next time, we're going to examine the very funny sitcom Superstore and explore an immigration story that they had in season two and carrying over into season four. Superstore gets most of the immigration facts right, but they get a few very wrong. And we're going to talk about those on the next episode of Immigration at the Movies and on TV for the Minor and Landis Immigration Update podcast. So please follow, rate, and review us. That really helps us grow. Disclaimer. The information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this HR tip in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor and Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization.